0: Hi everybody, my name is Hafa Lombardino and this is Translation Confessional. Knowing yourself as a freelancer. And we're back. I hope you had a great holiday season and wish you a very prosperous 2022. I want to thank you again for keeping me company. And if you've liked what you heard so far for the past two years, feel free to recommend Translation Confessional to your friends and colleagues who are also translators, interpreters, and language people. I said it before, and I'll say it again. I truly believe that the more people we interact with in the translation and interpretation world, the more ideas we get to have and the more we learn about ways to become better professionals and work more efficiently. The stronger our community is, the stronger our professional field will be. So, Translation Confessional Season 3 officially starts today. And because it's a new year, I like talking about things that can help us focus on keeping our business sustainable, staying healthy, and getting ready for the year ahead. In Season 1, Episode 1, Clearing the Clutter, I talked about how cleaning up your physical and virtual space can help you prepare for a new work year. In Season 2, Episode 1, Staying Organized, I went into more detail and talked about how I organize my emails and add all my tasks to my Google Calendar, which includes some color coordinating, labeling, and categorizing. Today, I want to dig a little deeper and maybe even get a little more philosophical. Let's talk about how well you know yourself as a translator, interpreter, and freelancer in general. I guess the first question you must ask yourself is, Am I an early bird or a night owl? In other words, do you feel better in the morning or late at night? And when I say better in this professional context, I mean more productive, more creative, more capable of finding language solutions on the fly. For example, I'm definitely an early bird. I have always been. I wake up super early because my body is used to it. I make coffee and I get right to work. I enjoy getting in the zone early in the morning because I don't feel any pressure to keep an eye out for emails coming in. I don't have to get back to clients or confirm projects. I just have to sit down, enjoy my coffee, and get in the zone. My fingers type furiously, I feel productive, the right words keep coming in, or I get to them after a quick search. Everything falls into place, you know? After a couple of hours, it's time to get the kids to school and walk the dog. And then the most hectic part of the day starts, as I am in the office, for real, between 9 and 11.30 a.m. and feel like I'm putting out fires as I confirm projects, add some to my schedule, assign others to colleagues, and answer phone calls. After lunch, there's usually another creative window as I try to keep the energy up not to fall asleep. And because I'm in California, 1 p.m. for me is 4 p.m. for clients on the East Coast and way past business hours in Brazil, Europe and everywhere else. So I only have to keep an eye out for clients who are closer to my time zone in case last minute requests come in. Then around 3.30, the kids are back home from school and the energy shifts again because the house won't be quiet anymore. So, it takes some adjusting here and there for everyone involved before the workday is over. If I need to work on a subtitling project, no matter how much my earphones are supposed to be noise canceling, I can't have them running around the house and screaming. So, maybe it's time for them to blow off some steam in the backyard or take the dog for another walk. If I'm doing something else, like writing articles, brainstorming new content for the podcast, doing some marketing for my company, then I may go sit down on the couch and work on my laptop instead while the kids are just going about their business. All I know is that my night owl days are long behind me. I know it sounds dramatic, but at the turn of the century, I used to go to work teaching English in the morning and afternoon, go to college at night to study journalism, and then burned a midnight oil translating Monday through Thursday, so I could go party until early in the morning on Fridays and weekends. More than 20 years later, I'm now in bed by 10.30 at night, and I know for a fact I could not do any translating at all at night, because I won't be productive, and I won't be well-rested for the next day to start it all over again. Now after the break I'll touch on the second question that must be asked so you can get to know yourself better as a freelancer. So the next question that must be asked if you want to get to know yourself better as a freelancer is what am I really good at? Are you a better translator, interpreter, copy editor, transcreator, subtitler? What is the one thing that you can do well? that comes naturally to you, that makes you feel productive and effective? And if you work with more than two languages, what is your optimal combination? For example, my best case scenario is English to Portuguese or Portuguese to English translations in journalism, business, marketing, and technology. That's the closest I get to a well-oiled machine because I could write articles in these fields in either Portuguese or English since I feel comfortable with these subjects. That's actually something I addressed in Season 1, Episode 7, Abilities and Limitations. I do have a slightly better output when translating into Portuguese because my collocations are much sharper and come from the gut, so to speak, since that's my native language. When I'm translating into English, I may have to do a bit more research to get to the right expression and find the words that go together, usually phrasal verbs, that will express exactly the same concept in the original. With that in mind, I leave more cushion for the into English projects in case I need to polish some things up before having the final version of my translations delivered. Now, when it comes to subtitling, I do believe I work better into English because it's much easier to fit everything into the restricted room and timing we have to work with. When I'm subtitling into Portuguese, it's much harder to find ways to summarize things and get the message across in as few characters as possible. But yes, subtitling from English to Portuguese is when I get to have more fun, because I remember those days when I'd barely blink not to miss the magical words in Portuguese showing up on the bottom of the screen when my family and I would be watching something in another language which mostly were movies and series in English. Having said all that, what are you really good at? What is your specialization? The one that allows you to work faster and better. If you're true to yourself and answer this one question, on top of identifying what time of the day you're more productive because of the way you feel because of your home office situation or because of the creative electricity in the air, then you know exactly who you are as a freelancer. Then come back to me, drop me a line or send me a voice message to let me know what you found out about yourself.